Hello there, it's Dr. T, and welcome to Live from 35. Yes, that's right. I have set up my first ever podcast to keep all of our staff at Skodak Internal Medicine and Pediatrics in the loop on all the happenings at 35 Empire State Boulevard during the COVID-19 pandemic. Whether you have been working in the building or are out there in the world on a pandemic pause, I thought you might enjoy hearing a familiar voice for our weekly update. I thought a podcast would be a much more interesting and engaging way to communicate with all of you than a group text message. I apologize in advance if the podcast is a little unpolished, but like with all new things, I will learn as I go along. I hope that at least for the next couple of weeks, you'll find it informational and maybe even a little entertaining. So let's get started with the update for the week that began April 6th, 2020. First, the celebrity birthdays. April 6th is the birthday of Lando Calrissian himself, the actor Billy Dee Williams, who turns 83. On April 7th, Oscar-winning director Francis Ford Coppola turns 81, and John Oates of Holland Oates turns 72. On April 8th, actor John Schneider from the Dukes of Hazard turns 60. Dennis Quaid, who turns 66, has a birthday on April 9th. And on April 10th, 90s action movie tough guy Steven Seagal turns 68. This week, we also celebrate a couple of holidays. National Beer Day is on April 7th, National Empanada Day on April 8th, and finally, National Hug Your Dog Day on April 10th. Let's talk coronavirus. Here are some interesting things in the news that maybe you didn't hear about in regards to the pandemic over the last couple of days. Nadia, a four-year-old Malayan tiger at the Bronx Zoo, tested positive for coronavirus earlier this week. Apparently, she had a dry cough, as did her sister, two other tigers, and three African lions. It is thought that one of the zookeepers who was asymptomatic might have been the vector. No word on who the brave soul was that had to do the nasopharyngeal swab. I just hope that they used a really long stick. According to an article in the New York Times this weekend, there has been research going on focusing on how searches on Google for certain symptoms may lead to the early detection of COVID-19 outbreaks. Last week, searches for the phrase, I can't smell, were highest in four of the states, with the highest prevalence of COVID-19. A similar pattern of searches where people were looking up why they had no sense of smell was noted in other countries, such as Ecuador and Italy, days prior to the detected rise in cases in those countries. Now, some news from the practice. To those of our colleagues currently on furlough, please be aware that to comply with state and federal furlough guidelines and regulations, our Human Resources Department has temporarily prevented you from accessing your email and have also deactivated your security fobs to our building. Once your furlough is complete, these things will be reactivated in a timely manner. As discussed previously, your health insurance and other benefits remain unchanged. For the providers, your malpractice insurance remains in place during the period of your furlough. If you have any questions in regards to this, please contact myself or Mary. Monday was quite busy with a total of 85 encounters between those of us who were here. 
Thanks to excellent teamwork and an external assist from Mackenzie, we were able to walk out of the office in one piece, albeit a little sore from all of the sitting doing telemedicine visits and phone calls. We have to remember to stretch a little bit more in between visits. If you are interested in a company-sponsored WebEx on employee wellness during this difficult time, I will forward this information to you. This will happen weekly on Wednesdays at noon and also Thursdays at 5.30 and last for 45 minutes each. The first session will be tomorrow, April 8th. I can provide the contact information on our group text. My podcast today is hosted on a public site, so to prevent any intruders from joining the WebEx, I will have to provide this information separately. Speaking of WebExes, you are still more than welcome to listen in on Dr. Musto's talks, which are still being held at 5.30 on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights. I could send that information to you as well as a reminder. As I mentioned on Friday, the company's operational team had approved of the financial stabilization plan I submitted on behalf of the practice. We will continue to monitor our needs and ask all of you on furlough to remain ready to work if the need arises sooner than expected. I am happy to announce that Adam's long battle with the state education department is over and that he has successfully had his nursing license renewed. Patrick has arranged to help out at the emergency room at Good Samaritan Hospital, which is located in the town of Suffern in Rockland County. He will let us know when he starts there. Community care has expanded its testing criteria and as of this week has now included CDC Priority 3 patients for testing. Also, the state opened a new test site at the University at Albany. Please continue to comply with social distancing and limit your trips out of the house to only those trips that are essential. And for all of our staff, please make sure you and your family and friends are following the CDC recommendations that encourage the wearing of a mask in public. This ends our first Live from 35 podcast. If you have anything that you want addressed or announced on next week's edition, please let me know no later than noon next Wednesday. I would also be more than happy to answer any questions you may have, so feel free to send them in. I plan to release an update most likely on Thursdays going forward. Until next week, stay safe, stay strong, take care of yourselves, and look out for those who may need help. We'll see you soon.